Refreshingly different radio. This is Refresh FM. As you may know, I don't come from round here. Not ethnically anyway. You may have guessed it from my name. It's an Eastern name. I grew up in a different culture to this, and one that did have a focus on respect for your elders and a great respect for God. My friends and I had lots of good times together growing up, some very memorable nights out with the boys. Very often at the weekend we'd meet up and just wander around the town or sometimes we'd go out to watch a match. One particular evening, quite a few years ago now, must have been five, six o'clock, and still hot after a scorching afternoon, we were walking back through town after seeing an amazing match. It had not been a good result for us, but we managed to get ourselves up into our usual high spirits. There were just four of us, myself, Chris, David, Ben and Josh, all of whom I'd known since school. I was the youngest of the four. We were making our way back to our end of town, singing a few of our favourite team songs. Well, you might not have called it singing, but it sounded good enough to us, and for sure good enough to get for us to get into a good mood and help us forget yet another good thrashing. Well, somehow, without quite realising it, we suddenly found ourselves caught up in this crowd. At first we thought it must it was something to do with the match, but we quickly realised it wasn't. This was an angry crowd, pushing and surging forwards and yelling horrible things. Harlot! heard people shout. Look at her! Then this big guy turned around us with a big yell. Pick up your stones, lads! We've got a lynching! Hey, what's going on, mate? Josh asked a guy, pushing into the back of us. Well, I was having trouble just standing up straight. And all the time we were being driven forwards in some direction. Well, we seemed to be headed for the temple courtyard. Pure trash! Caught red-handed! Some guy turned round to Josh. Him and her! And him married with four kids! Marriage wrecker! That's what she is! Look at her! Uh, what about him? Where's the bloke? Josh shouted back. The guy in front turned round again. What does that matter? His mate, beer can in hand, joined in. It's a bit different for blokes, mate, he said, with a wry grin that said everything. Look! I followed his finger through the mayhem and the bodies, and sure enough, there, on the temple steps, were a group of men and a woman. She was half naked, her shawl and underclothes ripped. I couldn't see her face because her hair looked such a mess. She was cowering, her head bent low. She knew what was coming. And there was a group of men, well, they were our teachers, all of them Pharisees, people I've got huge respect for. Turns out they'd caught this woman red-handed, caught in the act. A lot of people already had stones and rubble, they must have picked them up while charging along. Well, you might be thinking now, this is all very uncivilised and barbaric. But listen, this was our law. The law of Moses passed down from generation to generation over centuries. Sometimes I think our laws were harsh, but then God has a special place and a special purpose for us, and we had to keep ourselves pure and different from the rest. That's what God commanded us. Our law makes, a different, makes us different from you. Our law is everything. Without our law, we're no different from the heathen around us. And then, suddenly, it all went quiet. 
and there he was. Rabbi, Rabboni, teacher, they used to call him different things. The man from Galilee. I'd not seen him before, but some of my other friends had. Some said he was a healer and a teacher. Some said he was more than that. Most people said he was a troublemaker. Definitely controversial. Anyway, he walked along the steps towards the woman and paused. He may have said something to her. I wasn't sure. There was just so much going on, but she looked at him. And just for a moment, you could glimpse her face. It was cut and bruised, and she was still obviously crying. Then one of our teachers, the leading Pharisee, spoke up. Teacher! It sounded kind of sarcastic as the words fell from his lips. Teacher, this woman was caught red-handed in the act. Moses, in the law, gives orders to stone such women. What do you say? Well, like I said, it's not easy to obey our laws, but they were given to us by Moses, and we all knew the punishment for outright deliberate sin of this magnitude, for adultery. There's only one punishment for that. Anyway, strangest thing, but the rabbi didn't say anything. Instead, he sat down and started doodling in the sand with his finger. Well, our teachers didn't like that. It's a bit disrespectful, really. So they said it again and a second time and a third time. Teacher, what do you say? I could see they were all getting a bit impatient. But then the rabbi stood up. But instead of answering the question... He came towards us in the crowd and looked at us. It was like, I don't know, and afterwards other people said the same, but, well, I could swear it was like he was looking straight at me as he spoke. You all know the law. This woman must be stoned. That sounded fair enough, but then he went on. If any of you is without sin, let him be the first to throw a stone at her. Well, (laughs) those words, honestly, honestly, it was like someone kicked me in the stomach. Somehow I felt this man just suddenly knew everything about me, each of his words piercing my chest one after another. I just stood there looking back at him, looking at me. And suddenly, this was not a good place to be. It all felt wrong. In fact, everything I ever did wrong all felt wrong all over again as though I'd just done it today. All the things of my life suddenly in view and somehow he knew. It took me a few moments to say anything. Meanwhile, this guy, the rabbi, he just went back to drawing lines in the sand. So I said, guys, we need to go. We shouldn't be here anymore. I turned round and they'd gone already. They hadn't even said anything just quietly sloped off. In fact, it suddenly dawned on me nearly everybody had gone. There was just me and some other lads about my age and a few younger ones as well. I turned and started walking away. I just paused and looked back once more. The teachers, the Pharisees, they'd all gone as well. There was just the two of them left. Then I saw the rabbi went over to her and spoke again. I couldn't hear what he said next, but later I did hear, and I came to understand that he'd said, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. 
then neither do I condemn you, he declared. Go now, leave your life of sin. She works down in the bazaar on a stall now. Leah, or Leah, that's what she's called, I found out. I talk to her sometimes. She's cheerful, often quite thoughtful. You know, a lot of people still look the other way when they go past. But you know, we don't, not us. Not us who were there that day. Because we know, we know that really we're just the same as her. Refresh.